Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's holy word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word. Today is Wednesday. It is February 16th. And we'll start out once again, because it's Wednesday, with a prayer from the Book of Common Prayer. Let us pray. Grant, merciful Lord, to your faithful people pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Okay, we have just seen Paul going before the authorities and and telling about his story, and today he's going to tell even more in regards to his conversion. So we're going to be reading from Acts chapter 26, verses 12 through 32. Hear the word of the Lord. In this connection, I journeyed to Damascus with the authority and commission of the chief priests. At midday, O king, I saw on the way a light from heaven, brighter than the sun, that shone around me and those who journeyed with me. And when we had all fallen to the ground, I heard a voice saying to me in the Hebrew language, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It is hard for you to kick against the goads. And I said, Who are you, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But rise and stand upon your feet, for I have appeared to you for this purpose, to appoint you as a servant and witness to the things in which you have seen me, and to those in which I appear to you, delivering you from your people and from the Gentiles to whom I am sending you, to open their eyes, so that they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Therefore, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly voice, but declared first to those in Damascus, then in Jerusalem, and throughout all the region of Judea, and also to the Gentiles, that they should repent and turn to God, performing deeds in keeping with their repentance. For this reason the Jews seized me in the temple and tried to kill me. To this day I have had the help that comes from God, and so I stand here testifying both to small and great, saying nothing but what the prophets and Moses said would come to pass, that the Christ must suffer, and that by being the first to rise from the dead, he would proclaim light both to our people and to the Gentiles. And as he was saying these things in his defense, Festus said with a loud voice, Paul, you are out of your mind. Your great learning is driving you out of your mind. But Paul said, I am not out of my mind, most excellent Festus, but I am speaking true and rational words. For the king knows about these things, and to him I speak boldly. For I am persuaded that none of these things has escaped his notice, for this has not been done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know that you believe. And Agrippa said to Paul, In a short time, would you persuade me to be a Christian? And Paul said, Whether short or long, I would to God that not only you, but also all who hear me this day, might become such as I am, except for these chains. Then the king rose, and the governor and Bernice, and those who were sitting with them. And when they had withdrawn, they said to one another, This man is doing nothing to deserve death or imprisonment. And Agrippa said to Festus, This man could not have been set free if he had not appealed to Caesar. And so, here we have again in the book of Acts, the story of Paul's conversion. And so, this is Paul telling Festus and Agrippa how he came to this point. And I want to focus on verses or verse 26. Uh, we've discussed Paul's conversion twice before. Uh, we know the story of that. But I want us to take a look at what Paul says about the things of the Christian faith. So, Paul is telling the story of his conversion and specifically about Jesus 
and his salvation to all people. And Festus says that Paul is going out of his mind. In fact, he says his great learning is driving him out of his mind. But Paul says, no, I'm in my right mind. Everything is fine. I'm speaking to you true, rational words. And then verse 26 comes. For the king knows about these things, and to him I speak boldly. For I'm persuaded that none of these things have escaped his notice, for this has not been done in a corner. The Christian faith, the events of the Christian faith, were not done in a corner. They are not the ramblings of people who went off into some monastery or into a cave or went somewhere and and thought up these things and, and then said, hey, this allegedly happened and now it means this. The Christian faith is about things that did not happen in a corner. Christ was publicly teaching in his ministry. Christ was publicly crucified. Christ was resurrected. And more than 500 people, we read in 1 Corinthians 15, uh, came into contact with him after that resurrection. And there were disciples and other people who saw him ascend. The main events of the Christian faith did not happen in a corner. They happened publicly. And this has a great importance for you and I. The salvation that we speak of, the faith that we hold to, is not just platitudes. It is not just things that we say to make us feel better. It's not a story that was dreamed up so that when a loved one dies or when we're facing death ourselves, we can feel a little better about what's coming our way. No, the Christian faith happened. Christ really took on human flesh. He walked around, people saw him, people touched him. He taught, he ate, he did all of these things. He really suffered and died. God himself suffered. How important is that? That Christ, you know, had a real body and in a world that is filled with real problems and real sin, that he suffered really for our sins. He bore the wrath of God in his flesh for us. And he publicly rose from the dead, showing that we have victory over sin, death, and hell. When it comes to death, death does not have the final word. God has the final word. The gospel has the final word. And when Christ was ascended, it happened in his real body, in front of real people, who were able to testify to the truth of this event. And so we know that our real Christ is really ruling and reigning at the right hand of the Father. All of this is very important, and it did not happen in a corner. Agrippa heard about it. People saw it. This is important for us because this gives us true peace. The love of God for us, as you have likely heard me say many times, the love of God is not something we talk about, about some God out there somewhere having warm feelings for us. The love of God is shown to us in the story of the gospel that I just talked about. The fact that God really came to us and really rescued us from a very real problem of sin and an even worse problem of death that comes from that sin, right? We have a real faith that holds to things that did not happen in a corner. And so may we relish in this. We did not need to be persuaded to become a Christian. The Holy Spirit came and took hold of us and and gave us the gift of faith 
and we understood and we believed by faith. And so now we are what Paul hoped all his heroes would become. We are those who trust in the righteousness of the Lord Jesus Christ for our salvation. May we relish in that truth, that truth that did not happen in a corner, but instead happened where people could see it and transmit that message to us that we might hear and believe by faith through the power of the Spirit and have the joy and the peace and the hope of our salvation. Let us go to prayer. Train God. We praise you for the glorious truth that the events of our faith were not done in a corner. We are so gracious for a God who took on our very own flesh and inhabited the space in which we live and move and have our being. You have blessed us with joy, for we know we have a very real salvation from our very real sin. We ask, O Lord, that you would bless the missionaries that our church supports in our country and in other parts of the world. For we know that you are the Lord of the harvest, and as you send out the laborers, we pray that there would be a plentiful harvest by the power of your Holy Spirit. Today we especially lift up to you Center of Hope in Sioux Falls. We ask that you would bless their work, that they might share the good news of salvation in Christ and the story of the reign of your kingdom. Strengthen those who work there as they labor for you and help those who are in need in their community. And as we serve you today, we ask that your spirit would guide us that your word would be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. We pray all these things in the most precious name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. All right. I hope you have a fantastic Wednesday. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. Dwell in the Word episodes are available each week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel.